Hello, I'm Mike. I'm Governor Mike DeWine. I'm urging you Ohioans and Hebrews out there to give the hump pot a chance. Help us fight the coronavirus and let's get this hump pot on the road. Uh, wrestling, football, maybe a dick joke and a fart joke, some NASCAR, and a lot of politics by the big guy. Um, so let's stop Corona. Let's let's stay inside and uh, go Buckeyes. children of all ages, live from our mother's living room, the greatest fucking podcast in the world. Oh, that was wonderful. Alright. Thanks, Governor DeWine. Welcome, everyone, to episode 63 of the Hump Day Hangover. As always, I am your host, the guru, Kenneth Smithson. Alongside me... Mm, let's see what I can cook up this week. Hmm. We could be the 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 signing crew. The signing crew. <laughs> Since it was Mike Twine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the rest of my cabinet to my Mike Twine. Ikeford, Uno. Hey, I'm dead. Ikeford, you definitely get to be the the interpreter. The one that looks like Mike DeWine? Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. What's going on, fellas? How are we doing this week? She probably slays a bunch of poon. <laughs> she slays poon? Oh, dude, she, she has does. to. There's no guy on this planet that you know would be banging that you know it's, I'm pretty sure she's married with kids. All right. Okay. Anyways. I correct. There is one guy. <clears throat> you know what's interesting about her? She's the... I could be the sign language guy. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's but you Dale. only know one thing. That's Dale Earnhardt's sign yeah, well, language. Okay. <laughs> All right, so like I was saying, there is one interesting thing about her. She's the um, she's the only like certified interpreter that is actually deaf herself. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. So like, I don't know if you've ever like noticed like she's got somebody like signing it to her so she can sign it for Governor Dewine. That makes no fucking sense. You're paying two people to do one person's job. Well, I mean, like, so there for a while she was only, like, watching a monitor. Like, they'd have a monitor she could watch, so, like, she could watch his lips move. And then she was having trouble, like, keeping up. So then they were like, well, we'll just bring in a an interpreter. It's actually, like, an intern from, like, Ohio State. <laughs> so they're not getting So they paid. don't have to get paid. <laughs> Budget cuts, man. God, Jesus Christ, bring back sports. <clears throat> this is what the fuck we talk about now. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, so how are we all doing this week? I know how you doing, buddy. Oh, I've been better, but I'm doing okay. Your cover's coming off. Oh yeah, I know. You're you're a little exposed. My deep throat it here in a second. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I prefer how you doing, bud. 
Uh, I'm still selling from the comfort of my own home. Must be nice. Um, I drink beer, amongst other things, throughout the day. Tug your duck. And, I mean, I, I've been taking showers at lunch. So I roll, <laughs> like, I roll out of bed. Like, this is my day. This is how it fucking starts. So, like, I get up at, like, 8.50, right? I have to be on a conference call at 9. So I'm in, like, shorts and a beater. And then from 9 to 1, I'm just selling in nothing but, like, jammies, basically. Jammy jams. And then I take a shower. I go get some food. And I sell from 145 to to 5 or 8 or whatever the fuck I get off. My life is a long time now. But <laughs> throughout the day, I do enjoy brew. That's always exciting. Selling from home. Or working from home. You can make it yours, too, if you want. Selling from home, working from home. It's all the same. Big D, how you doing? How was your week? Not bad. No? Not bad. <laughs> mowed the grass. Yeah, Daddy, what are you doing cool. in that dress? I'm mowed the yard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I just I just spent the last week in Richmond, Indiana. Well, that well, was probably fun. No, Richmond, Centerville, and like one other little like podunk city along the way. Fountain City, something like that. I don't know. Union City, maybe. I don't know. It is Union it... City. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Union City, Ohio, and Union City, Indiana. Yeah. I repeat a lot of ideas. <clears throat> yeah. All I know is, all I know is, I rolled up to one, and it says it's four thousand, but it's really sixty-four thousand. That sucks. Oh, I didn't treat it. No, I looked at the lady and I said, I'll get somebody with a rider out here for you. She goes, well, you can't do it. I said, do you want to see a fat guy die today? She goes, no. And I'm like, then I'm not doing it. <laughs> Fatty's team loses because I want to see him cry again. <sighs> Speaking of that, like fat people, we've never really, really had like a very good um, representation in the commercials you know what i mean like think about remember nfl play 60 mm -hmm. it's all a bunch of like athletic skinny kids where's the fat fucking kid trying to keep up with the group playing tag he's at the snack bar <laughs> he's just like <gasps> my tag. like that brings me on to the next <sighs> point i'm probably still it from like when we were kids more than likely from playing tag yeah a hundred percent i'm still it probably. i totally won hide and seek getting stuck in that rubbermaid container that was funny. Get me the fuck out of here! He's like <sighs> seven. Hey, you guys couldn't find me until I started cussing them. That was so. before he couldn't fit in normal places. No, I still couldn't fit in normal places. <laughs> uh, no, so I spent the last week in Richmond. Uh, start Skeeter tomorrow. So that's, that's exciting to me. Get my Skeeter truck back. Let's yeah, work. didn't take him a little... Yeah, a lot of they didn't a really lot, get killed off this winter. A lot less work. I have to walk like a fourth of the property instead of the whole fucking thing. Try to convince that lady that had sixty four thousand to get mosquito. And she goes, Well what all would it help protect? I'm like, Well, you see those six German shepherds you have running around? She goes, Yeah, I'm like, Help fleas and ticks. She goes, Oh really? Yeah. I'm like, You see the horses you got out there? It'll help with them. 
I'm like, I can't do shit about the pigs you got roaming on the other side of the yard because, you know, you're just going to turn those into bacon anyway, so. We don't spray things you eat. Yeah, we don't. If you, you eat if it, you we eat don't, it, we treat, don't it. treat it. <laughs> I told that to a lady. She goes, you can't spray my crab apple trees? And I was like, I can't. One of our horticulture specialists can. He can just do, like, insect and disease control sprays and fertilization. But as soon as uh, crab apples start to bloom, there's not shit we can do. So, like, we can get you in the early Who spring. Who the fuck eats crab apples? Nobody. You'd be surprised. Nobody. They make jelly out of it. Nobody. No one under the age of 70 eats crab apples. I've never once seen a crab apple jam or jelly in that refrigerator in there. <laughs> well, I mean, we also didn't grow up, like, in the mountains or in the sticks. <laughs> We grew up a block away from we're fucking like, Main we're Street. We're like if the Beverly Hillbillies won the money, but then we lost it, but we're, now we're stuck in the city. So we're, we're like the Beverly Hillbillies if fucking Jethro got... <laughs> yeah, if Jethro was in, in charge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you okay, bud? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're awful quiet, man. Sorry. It's okay. This is a safe place. There's we only have like five hundred listeners right now, so that's true. <coughs> I'm dying. No, you got dying the what? you got the Rona? I don't know. It's like a lung infection. I mean you did so. send us your test results. You did you tested negative for COVID. But you did test positive for a fat fucking cock. Big fat cock, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the did doctor... You, did you legit totally sent me that? And I was like, before you sent the meme, I was like, I was like, fuck. I look, looked at her and I was like, I was like, Uno's about to die. She goes, he can't die. And I was like, yeah, he's about to die. He's got the, he's got the Rona. She goes, fuck. What's that going to do for the podcast? I was like, well, I guess we go down to a three-man booth now. Like, that's the fucking first thing that she thought about. Like, it has nothing to do with the fact that you've been part of the family for, like, decades. Ever. You know? Yeah, it's no, like, it's, What about the podcast? I don't know. Yeah. Fuck the podcast. Like, <laughs> the fuck? I was like, well, the, the pod will live on. Look at this chick trying to be Cody Rhodes. Madison Rain? She'd be doing this. Well, well you got Actually, Matt. that's more of a... It's actually more of an Eddie Guerrero look. Yeah. Havoc's mm-hmm. going for like a Kane meets Abyss meets Nia Jax kind of thing. Anyways, back to finally to wrestling. My eyes hurt. It'll be alright. Because of her pants. Fuck her pants. Because they're blurred. Yeah. No, they're not. It's it's just the way she made them. I think it's... Blurred <laughs> It's like she took like saran wrap. And just wrapped her legs with them? Wrapped him with him, and then, like, had somebody draw squiggles on it. Well, well speak- multiple layers. Speaking of squiggles and multiple layers, um, let's squiggle on over and uh, look at the multiple layers of this match card that was WrestleMania. Mm. Oh, boy. Oh, God damn it. Oh, <laughs> you your, your whole job this weekend was to keep track. You want Dad's lap desk? Yeah. Y- yeah. Desk. Hey, it's got those nice, cushy little packing peanut things in it. If there's a hole in the middle, it's only because he got really excited when Sarah Palin came out on The Masked Singer. 
Was she on The Masked Singer? Yeah, dude. She was the first one eliminated. She sang Baby Got Back. Yeah. What? It was it was pretty phenomenal. You have to look it up. Tony Hawk was on there. Has been on there this season, too. Don't spoil it. Oh, well, maybe. Oh, spoiler alert. The White Tiger was Gronk. I called that from night one. As soon as he came out, came out and he started singing fucking Ice Ice Baby. Oh, there we go. That's perfect. <laughs> Sitting there watching it after the Super Bowl, and she's like, there's I no way that's Gronk. And I'm like, yeah, Yada, 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 is. racist slur. All right. What? Did I you? Did, I did find a new show that I really like, but it made Isaac and Dad super uncomfortable. Don't fuck with cats? No. It's I wasn't sh- allowed to watch that. It's a show about, like, drag queens. All right, so Uno's really falling off the deep end now. Oh, man. He's, 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 I'm Mr. Lonely. <laughs> All I have is corn nuts. I'm on my own. Woo! If he's getting into drags now, we're going to have to have an intervention. I mean, <laughs> it's just, it's he's just sitting, like, he's sitting in the wrong chair for just that. like church, right? Not everybody likes to go to church. If it's your thing, it's your thing. Go do it. I'm not judgmental. I'm not going to watch it, but, you know, I'm not going to go to church either. I was about to say, like, you don't go to church. Unless there's food, then I'm coming. Yeah, yeah, Christmas. Dude. Where does it stop? Oh, you're good. Fucking Rona. <laughs> the Rona ruined everything. Maybe that's what's wrong with uh, the computer. Is it has, it has the Rona? Rona? I don't think that so. That would explain so much. <clears throat> fucking computer works about 32% of the time. <laughs> But anywho, does um, its job. What the fuck were we talking about? Um, Uno being drag, drag queens, drag shows. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you know what? Another show that I refuse to watch is the Tiger King business. Oh, dude, you should. It's fucking yeah. phenomenal. It's it's actually really good. No, it's just like it's I've never really seen good. any Game of Thrones. I've not seen Game of Thrones, but like I watched Tiger King. It's been on. Okay, well I've been in the room, but uh, I was too never, fucked up to even never pay attention been on when I was in the room. Um, so you, let's run down this, uh, the results for Wrestlemania. Wrestlemania! If you guys wheel. <laughs> Wrestlemania. Um, since NXT and AEW last week were complete dog shit. Um, the only thing that happened on NXT is Keith Lee retained the, uh, the title. Um, Shotzi Blackheart ran a gauntlet match against five other women. She ended up losing to Dakota Kai. Um, AEW is nothing to write home about. Although this week they are the day after this recording, so tomorrow night or Thursday morning whenever you listen to this, guys. Um, Moxley will defend the, the title against Jake Hager. That'll be entertaining, I guess. I think their problem is they've added too many WWE guys. That's exactly the issue. That's there's that they've added no. too many, so now they've just like it's like WCW V two. Yeah. Or three That's... if you want to count that WWA business. No. Or TNA for that matter. So it's, it's like, like the fourth incarnation of yeah. WCW. Yeah, the fourth incarnation of WCW AEW. Yeah. Technically the fifth, because they had that whole XWF BS in two thousand two <sighs> with like Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, and Jimmy Hart running it. Jesus and Christ. Bischoff. Just let the like Seriously, like, sometimes it's just, like, if you're over the age of, I would say, like, 55 or 60, just stay the hell away from from any type of wrestling ring. Just 
just chill, man. Okay. Just and if you if you want to start your own company, use local talent. Okay. That's the way to succeed, right? Could right. be could be a thing. Um. So, anyways, let's uh, start Saturday night off. We had uh, Cesaro taking on Drew Gulak. Cesaro won. Um, not a bad match. We didn't even talk about that match. Did we even know about it? No, it wasn't revealed until after we recorded, so it doesn't matter. Um, so then we get into the meat of the show, the main card. Uh, it starts, props to WWE for starting with the women's tag team titles. Like, two strong teams going up against each other. Good little 15-minute match. Um, Bliss Cross ends up walking away with the, uh, the women's tag team titles. So as it stands, um, I believe we all took Bliss Cross. Am I correct? We did. We did. We did. So we're all 1-0 right now as of uh, this recording. Um, then it goes to uh, King Corbin taking on Elias. Um, another clean sweep. We all we all guessed Elias, so we're 2-0 right now. Look, the way, the way they did that match, like... Part of something about just not having the fans there, like led there to make it better than what it, I think what it would have been the Elias Corbin match. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, that whole spot off the, off the podium, dude. Mm-hmm. Like when he fell like fifteen feet, that and then sweet. the the quick camera jerk or whatever. Yeah, I jerked yeah, my yeah. head like you guys can fucking see it. We don't have cameras. <laughs> if you want to, <laughs> if you want to be able to see us move and shit. We don't do a lot of it, but when we do, it's funny. Um, you can donate to uh, the Hump Day Hangover 6572 at gmail.com uh, over on PayPal. Help us out. We'll buy some cameras, and we'll put this up on YouTube or something. Um, anyway, but no, they like pan away, and then they pan back, and he's just laying on the ground. So, Are you saying pan or pam? Pan. Pan. Pam. P-A-N. It's like comb. Pan. Like comb. The B's <laughs> silent. I think I can figure out this whole Pan Pam dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Um, so Fuck we, you, I have a speech impediment, <laughs> son of a bitch. So then we move to uh, Raw Women's title match. Becky Lynch taking on Shayna Baszler. Um, this match was kind of a letdown for me. May, I mean, the whole show overall was you know, kind of a letdown in a sense. But this match, I thought for sure it would go longer than eight and a half minutes. Like, mainly because, you know, Shayna Baszler's a cage fighter, and she's used to going, like, 15 to 25 minutes in the in the cage. So, I mean, she's got the stamina to go longer. I don't know why they don't give her more, give them more time. Because she can't do anything. She doesn't do rope spots. She doesn't do high-flying moves. She's still learning. She's a ground fighter. So why the fuck even have her in the spotlight? You know what I mean? You want to put your why, company, why especially when we have a woman's revolution going on, <clears throat> you want to put somebody that can't work? Eh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not <clears throat> saying she's... It's that whole... She can't do anything, but that she whole, fucking like, doesn't know anything. Mystique, I guess. You know, what? Like, no oh. eyebrows? You're a cage fighter? Yeah, there you go. Has a frumpy fucking mom body? Good yeah. job. You did it. Yeah. So then, um... Oh, look, you finished his homework. I did. During class. Good job. Okay. Just like once, the old days. Once we get done here, we'll, we'll go over it. Yeah. So Becky retains. Um, no surprise. A big surprise there for me. 
I was really sick of her holding the title. Um, I know I'm out on that one. You you guessed Becky, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Me you, and uh, me and me and old Big D. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, and then we go to uh, the Intercontinental Championship match. The Great Liberator, Sami Zayn, taking on uh, Daniel Bryan. Zayn's got Cesaro and Nakamura in tow, so Ikefer was excited. And Daniel Bryan's got uh, Drew Gulak with him. Not a bad match. Um, kind of a lackluster start. Sami Zayn like plays the the heel role. He's running away constantly. So I think what's going to end up happening with Sami Zayn is he's going to turn into like a Bobby Heenan kind of character, where, where he, he only wrestles, wrestles like party. occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> how about how about Peter Rosenberg on the pre-show with his like Bobby Heenan esque suit? Did you guys see that Sunday night? I don't no. know who that is. Yeah. Okay. He was the weird guy standing next to Corey Graves, but you probably didn't watch pre show. Oh, the little bald guy? Yeah, that's Peter Rosenberg. He's like dollar store Dana White. Yeah. Yeah, he had like the Bobby Heenan esque like sequin suit on. Yeah, that was not a good combo. Um so Sami Zayn Sami Zayn picks up the win with a Haluva kick uh in midair. Like Daniel Bryan jumps off top rope going for like the headbutt or whatever. Or a drop kick or something. What the hell's going on after? Ryan's taking his trash, trash out. His trash, right? um, trash type, man. But Sami Zayn hits the the Haluva kick in midair, gets the pin one two three, retains the Intercontinental title. Um, then we go to uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Title match. Interesting concept. You know the Miz. They, they do. They should have just replaced the teams, or given him like some type. Dude. Uh. Uh-uh. Nope. It was it was a good match. I thought it was a great match. But I don't think titles should have been on the line. Hmm. I was dumb. It's oh. like, yeah. what do you think, you know? I mean, I agree with you, but at least, like, the three guys that we got in the match were, like, the premier guys from each group. Right. So you had, you had Kofi Mania, like, 2.0. Right. And then you had, what was it Jimmy Uso? Yeah. Or Jay, who cares? I mean, those guys no, it was, it was Jimmy. <laughs> it's, it's like Billy and Jimmy Lee from like dra- uh, Double Dragon. Yeah. It's like you don't, unless they're wearing different colored clothes, they look the same. Yeah. So uh, it's it's John Morrison, Jimmy Uso, Kofi Kingston. I thought it was great. Um, at one point, Jimmy Uso is trying to like run across the barricade and like jump on Kofi. Kofi tosses the fucking ladder at him. Yeah. <laughs> and hits him in the gut. I was like, oh. Jesus. Yeah. And my audio was fucked up all Saturday night. So, like, I'd see the spot, and then, like, three seconds later, I'd hear the spot. <laughs> so, it was like, all you had to do to fix that is, like, back out and go back in. I did it, like, several times. Yeah, there were a lot of people online. Too. And it didn't work. Dude, some people, the, the audio turned to, like, Spanish. Beautiful. My Mine went German for a second, so I only understood every, like, fourth word. So. Ours, ours changed at one point for a second. Yeah. No. But John Morrison, like, the way that match ended, they I thought really it was pretty phenomenal. With it. Yeah, I did, too. I liked it, too. Like, all three of them are, like, standing up there. They have the belts. They both hit him with a headbutt. And they hit him with a headbutt, and he falls off, and you can hear, like, the the straps, like, unvelcro or magnetize. Yeah. And it's just like, and then you hear him hit the ladder, and he hits the fucking ladder. Oh, yeah. It was brutal. And, like, they're both holding fucking the hook, like, where's Bill's at, bro? Hey, man. Like, 
Man, you took the best, dog. There's like a light on my car. Yeah, Gee. there's a car. So oh, okay. He's a cat. So, Morrison retains for the Miz and Morrison. Miz and Morrison. Did you guys hey, see hey. that rap they oh, did oh. before? Oh, yeah. Me During the pre-show. Me and Mr. P got that one. Yeah. Good old Mr. P. Um, and then you got, uh, you got two matches with these gentlemen. Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Um, Owens wins the first one by disqualification, you know, by getting hit with the bell. And then he wins the second one after he, after he does his, uh, his best Shane McMahon impression. He jumps off the WrestleMania sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. I thought it was funny, like, he's as like, he, he's like, this, for WrestleMania, this is for a WrestleMania moment. And then the entire time he's getting ready to jump off, you can tell he's about to shit his pants. <laughs> so... Well, dude, it was like, um, it was like watching it. It was like when you were a little kid mm-hmm. and you, you lose at something and then somebody would be like, oh no, we can play, you know, that doesn't count. We'll play again. And you still lose and you're still just sad. God yeah. damn it. <clears throat> yeah. That match for me was like my childhood. Cause I picked Seth Rollins <laughs> to win. I, I did not. I did not stray away from Kevin Owens. Neither did I. I picked yeah. KO. I think you're the only person who picked uh, Seth Rollins. Even Mr. Right. P's dumbass picked KO. God, Jesus. So then we go on to the uh, the Universal Title match. Goldberg defending against TBA, or as I'm gonna call him, Mr. GTH. Get these hands. <laughs> Old Braun Strowman. Now, my issue with this match is as soon as the bell rings, Goldberg hits four spears right from Jump Street. I'm like, fuck me, dude. They're going to have Goldberg squash Braun Strowman. Right. And then he kicks out, and he's like, I don't think so, Goldberg. (laughs) Hits him with, like, four power slams. Gets the win. Where is that car sitting at? Uh Uh-huh. What? Uh, like two houses up. There's another car up there. They stopped talking to somebody. Ah. Drug deals out and open. Yeah. While maintaining the six foot social distancing. <laughs> Even drug dealers are practicing social but, distancing these days. No, okay, so this is my issue with both title matches. They were both fucking quick as hell. I understand why. I mean. And they were both finisher heavy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, rinse, wash, rinse, repeat. Spear, spear, spear. Power slam, power slam. And then the late, the Sunday. Same F5, shit. F5, F5, F5. 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 Claymore kick. Claymore. Up he won. Cancer kick, cancer kick. Yeah, cancer the kick. cancer kick. <laughs> yeah. So Strowman wins. First Universal title reign. Um, He'll get screwed out of it. Yeah, that'll be short. Oh yeah, pretty quick. Yeah, probably happened Friday night. Yeah, his uh, his title. Yeah, yeah, it definitely <laughs> happened Friday night. Bad it, damn it, bad damn it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's still not allowed to come out no, and play. Gator, oh. Gator Slater coming. Gator Slater. Slater. Gator. Yeah, that's what'll happen. I'm just one man. He's just been pumping himself full of steroids for like for two months. Only into his arms though, so that's the only part of him that's gonna be yeah. toned. Well, he's got he's got to pay for that new truck, man. He did buy that new truck last year. Yeah. He's got kids. So. Yeah, he's got kids. He's he's putting it in an above ground pool. 
<laughs> Put an above ground pool to double wide. <laughs> <laughs> Bought this some bitch uh, at Walmart for three hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> you can fit. Three people in there. It ain't one of them inflatable above ground pools neither. I gotta put the metal around it. <laughs> so then we uh we go to the boneyard match. No uh no surprise there. Pretty sure that was a clean sweep. Yeah no. No. Nope. I picked I picked AJ, man. man. Lumpy here to say. Oh, I kept dude, I kept like dude, I kept I kept just <clears throat> Kept the faith. Yeah, I just like there's no way that Undertaker, this old man, they're gonna put him over, and they did. And they did. And they so, buried AJ Styles. Yeah. Literally. And his hand was, was like, hey, like mimicking. It was a strong hand. It was mimicking and making fun of AEW. Yeah. Did you not see this? No, I didn't. It had to do with the lettering and then the the way he was holding his fingers. Oh. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. ironical. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Little so, fuck you, we're gonna beat you. <laughs> right. So after after night one, um Dude, I'm like two and fucking five. You were like two and seven. <laughs> uh I was six and three. I think Mr. P was six and three. And then old uh, Uno and Big D were eight and one. <laughs> eight and one. That's so yeah. funny. Uno was eight and one in more ways than one. <clears throat> so then we go on to night two. The uh, the pre-show match there saw uh, Liv Morgan beating Natalia. Ironic that the ladies got uh, about two minutes. They got exactly two more minutes than Gulak and Cesaro did the night before. So that was kind of funny. Yeah, they were much more entertaining to watch. Well, I mean, Liv Morgan and Leather and freaking uh, Natty. Natty are a lot more interesting than Cesaro and Drew Gulak. Um, so then we go to uh, the opening contest for the uh, NXT Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair defeated Rhea Ripley. Yes. So <laughs> fucking stupid. Back right. on my way. That, that was terrible. I did see Rhea Ripley's going to be off TV for a while, so maybe there's a point to this. Yeah. Yeah, so there's that. Um I don't I don't really know what the mystique of having Charlotte like win the NXT women's championship is, but just so they can get better ratings on NXT. And so she can drop it next Wednesday. Right. AEW dude, yeah. AEW has consistently been whipping their ass. Like, even without fans. You know, so I mean they've gotta get more stars down there, they're gonna be like Hey, Charlotte Flair's on there. We used to watch her on Friday. Well, I mean, it's that's kinda, exactly why. It's also kind of hard when a lot of your stars for NXT um, also live overseas. So, like, you aren't seeing Finn Balor because he still lives in Ireland. You aren't seeing Killian Dane because he lives in Scotland. You're not seeing Tony Storm because she's in Australia. God damn it! I wish I could. Yeah. See so, Tony like, Storm. you're not you're not seeing a lot of like their their main draws. I mean, yeah, Velveteen Dream's on there. Matt Riddle's on there. Pete Dunne can't be on there. He's stuck in the fucking UK because he can't fly out. Um, so, I mean, it is what it is. We'll see him figure it out eventually. Um, then we go to the next contest of the night. It's uh, Aleister Black taking on Bobby Lashley. Um, how weird was it to see Lashley in long pants? 
weird. It was like watching Zeus. Right. From, like, uh, No Holds Barred. No Holds Barred. Yeah. It was Except weird. for this time, he has no eyebrow. <laughs> he has no eyebrow. Yeah. So, Our Elsa... big thing there, if you weren't paying attention, was they're, they were escalating the split between him and Lana. Yeah. And then also, Aleister Black, his, like, little spiky shoulder pad deals. First thing that popped in my head was fucking Damien Demento. <laughs> I'm sitting here with Dad. I'm like, do you remember Damien Demento? He goes, mm-hmm. yeah, vaguely. Pull up a picture. He goes, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. So, Aleister Black picks up the victory with the Black Mass after, you know, he's going for the Dominator. And Lana's like, no, spear him, spear him, spear him. That's what happens when you listen to what women tell you to do. You <laughs> fuck up and lose. Yeah. So, and then we go to uh, the match every fat guy was pulling for. Oh, man. Otis taking on Dolph Ziggler. And I, except for me, I picked the fucking wrong person. You did. Way to go, dumbass. Otis picks up the victory with the Caterpillar. Look, I've been fat my whole life. And I know how it goes for most of us. And in the end, I got my peach. Yeah, <laughs> she gave me her neck. <laughs> yeah, she smooched him too. It's funny as hell that like Ziggler, Ziggler low blowed uh, Otis. Mm-hmm. Mandy comes out, knocks the shit out of Sonya. And then, low and then just low blow Ziggler, and she's like, "Come on, baby, you can do it." And he's like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> my bows." The funnier thing is, like after the aftermath, watching them on Twitter back and mm-hmm. forth. There's no way it's real, but if it was, but I know a guy. I mean, it, no, you don't. <laughs> I mean, she did break off her engagement with Tino Sabatelli, so. Who knows? Who know? Do you know? I do. Okay. Who knows? Evil Uno knows. He believes in you. Something like that. Evil Uno doesn't believe in you, but Cable Uno does. That's true. <laughs> uh, then we go on to the uh, last man standing match. Edge uh, taking on Randy Orton. A um, lot of heat in this match for one particular spot. <laughs> Where he hangs Edge up by the fucking the fucking rope there in the gym. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of heat for that. A lot of Chris Jericho heat or Chris Benoit heat heat there. A lot of Voldemort heat there. Yeah. He who shall not be named. Um, The match seems like it goes for an hour and a half, but it only goes for thirty six minutes. Edge picks up the victory after a uh, concerto on top of the fucking semi-trailer. This was a match where it was like, they could have had this match, like, even if there were people there. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought it was funny. It was recorded, like, a week ago. It was recorded last Sunday before mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Props to the camera guys, because they were actually hustling like there were people there, and they had to get there. Right. Yeah. You know? So they made that match seem like it was live. I ke- I kept wishing that um, somebody was just gonna pick up a, one of those bell dumbbells and just like right. whack him. But Randy Orton know. tried to pick one up, and Edge like mule kicked him in the face. 
But, you know. Oh, look, there's a midget on Mom's phone. Mother Goose's phone. And that's been the most worthless call of the day. <laughs> With Mother Goose. I made a mask. It's see-through. Quit. <laughs> <laughs> then we go on to the Raw Tag Team title match. Street Profits uh, successfully defended their titles against Angel Garza and Austin Theory. Kind of a letdown for me. Good night, Mother. Good night, Mother Goose. Why? No one even knows that tag team was put together like a day before they... You know what I mean? Like if... Okay, so from a fan's perspective, pretending that we're not... Like it wasn't recorded. They were put together the day before the paper, you know, two days before the pay per view, right? They were put together like the Monday before the pay per view, right? Either so way. it's like either way, they're gonna like win. That yeah. They recorded it on Tuesday, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Anything's possible. Um, this is not angels in the outfield. Not it, anything can happen. It can happen. No, it couldn't. Shut up. No it's, one will adopt it. It's God's thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. There's that one. Um, the only match Eichford probably got right, which was really shocking to me, um, Bailey retained her SmackDown Women's Championship. He did. He was the only, <laughs> he, he was the only one that yeah. picked Bailey, and it happened exactly how I fucking said it would. Yeah. And now Sasha's gonna turn on her soon. Watch. Here it comes. We'll oh yeah, that's happening. Yep. Yep. Hey, when Sasha took that women's right though, dude, that <laughs> was. That was loud as fuck. Yeah, it was. I looked at dad and I was like, did he, did she fucking really hit her? Like, he's like, I think so. <laughs> and she was down for a minute too. Yeah. <laughs> and even when she like slid back in the ring to give her the backstabber, like you could still tell she was a little fucked up from it. Yeah. Punch her hardest. She's like, they're like the woozy. <laughs> tweet, tweet. There's a little bird like tweet, tweet. Um, then we go to, uh, we're really glad that you're our friend. <laughs> the Firefly Funhouse match. The Fiend Bray Wyatt defeated John Cena. Ironically, you don't see the Fiend until the end. Yeah. You just see regular, like, Bray Wyatt. And at one, like, the only part I enjoyed was when he was, like, in like the muscle man gym right and like cena comes in and starts talking like macho man mm-hmm. and he's like doing all his reps and he tries to hit him and he can't move his fucking arms right <laughs> yeah that shit was funny i i really enjoyed that match uh i know a lot I, of people didn't i didn't enjoy it it was just like i kept waiting him like waiting for him to actually wrestle right and then you don't see anything until the end where he hits the mandible claw and then he hits Sister Abigail, and then he pins him in the mandible claw. Right. Okay, so, basically, the Firefly Funhouse match was an imagination world, right? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like an acid It was never going to be wrestling. Yeah. Maybe we could have just imagined it was on the card and put a different match on there. Well, so, maybe it's a storyline plot. And a very well thought out one, and we'll see where it goes. Oh, I hope so. Everything else not, they've done with garbage. the Phoenix has been great, right? The exception of making him lose the belt to Goldberg. Well, it just you know, explain that. Yeah. Okay. So, like, <laughs> I was online earlier and <laughs> thumbing my way through the interwebs, and this guy. Was yeah, dog. About... I thumbed my way on the interwebs too. 
This guy was talking about. Hey, um, y'all see that that guy, Moho Riley? I'm gonna fucking kill Moho Riley took my 24-7-7-11-48-7 championship, European Television Championship. No. Yeah. I saw you lose it to Mojo. Yeah, I lost it to that Moho guy, and then that Granky guy won it the next night from Moho. Okay. Yeah, it was so anyway, it was bad, dog. So what this guy what this guy talked about was was actually really cool. Like it was something that we've kind of like thrown around a little bit on here. Yeah, dog. The but like, it's how when the when the fiend beats you, what happens to you, right? So, what this guy kind of noticed was, like, every time the Fiend beats somebody, they kind of revert back to their original character, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, so like the Fiend beats uh, Finn Balor, right? Mm -hmm. Finn Balor's a big, huge face, and then he reverts back to, like, his Prince DeVitt, like, like villain character. Yeah. Okay? Uh, he beats Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins' face... Now he's back to that, like, grimy, like... The Monday Night Messiah. Uh, Daniel Bryan was kind of like a heel character. And then now he's back to, like, his indie darling character Mm -hmm. again. Um, You know, like... Goldberg was a hated face, and now he's just hated. Well, no, the thing is, though, is, like, in every single one of those matches, leading up to those matches, The Fiend would prey on like the character flaws of those mm-hmm. of those guys. Yeah. He's always like, Oh, you used to be such a nice guy, Daniel, and now you're an asshole, you know? Or like like, oh yeah, Finn, like you used to be a demon and now you're just a, a, a nice guy. You know, like he would always prey on those those character flaws where you used to be something mm-hmm. you used to be something that you're not anymore. Yeah. Goldberg has been the same character from start to finish. Yeah. So there's no character flaw for the fiend to to prey on. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like that's kind of like, I, I and I'm sure like we're I'm sure the guy's probably reading it too much into this, okay? But it fits. Like the theory fits that like Goldberg's been the same start to finish. He's always been Goldberg. He's always had the same character. It didn't matter if he was face or heel. He was still the exact same guy, mm-hmm. right? Whereas these other guys, like, when they made that transition from heel to face and face to heel, mm-hmm. like, it changed their overall story arc and who their character was. And that's why The Fiend couldn't beat Goldberg, is because there was nothing there for him to prey on to hmm. get inside their head. That's a pretty good Which theory. I, yeah, I thought it was really cool. Now, as far as, like, the Cena thing goes, this, is, this was the part uh, that I thought was really cool. So somebody broke it down, like, segment by segment, right? Mm-hmm. And they talked about what those segments, like, psychologically were about, right? So it talks about how, like, like Cena coming into the business and, like... Uh, like, oh, two. Yeah, like, he couldn't get... Like, he couldn't get the opportunity. And then, you know, Vince McMahon's like, oh, I need somebody with, like, ruthless ag- aggression. So Cena comes out, right? Mm-hmm. Cena's like, I got this, boss. And he goes out there... You know, against Angle. But they made him cut his hair. Right. Like, so he, he had, like, the, the swoop back hair or whatever. Yep. And they're like, yeah, he's like, you gotta, you gotta fucking cut your hair. Right. So he goes out there, and, like, he puts on a good show, but it does fall flat a little bit. So, like, mm-hmm. the fans don't really jump on board to it. So then, you know, they're like, oh, okay. So he tries and he tries and he tries, and he just cannot get over with any, with the fans. 
So then, you know, he has to change who he is. So he changes who he is and he becomes like the doctor of thugonomics, right? Everybody's like, oh man, yeah, we love this dude, blah, blah, blah. But like, his character was mostly a face. He was never like a true heel. No, not at all. And then, no. you know, but that's what the fans wanted. The fans wanted a heel. Mm -hmm. The fans were like, man, like this character is so perfect as a bad guy. Mm -hmm. But he never did it. He never did it. He never did it because he was too afraid of what would happen. And the fans would turn on him if he if he went right. if he went heel, right? Mm -hmm. So then, you know, like y you keep going, and then he develops more into the you know, uh, what's the fucking word I'm looking for? Like the the never give up, the hustle loyalty, yeah, respect. hustle loyalty respect, and the same thing. Like he just he stays puts out a rap album. Yeah, and... he stays face, stays face, stays face, and all the all the fans want is for him to turn heel. Because, like, every great superstar makes that that turn at some point, right? Mm -hmm. um, but he never did. And because he never did, the fans turned on him. The yeah. business turned on him. The other wrestlers turned on him. And then he had an opportunity to take a guy, Bray Wyatt, and as the top guy, like, he had the opportunity to take this guy and elevate him to a level that nobody had seen for a long time. Mm -hmm. So here's this guy who's white hot. Everybody's behind him. It's Bray Wyatt. Like, he's got this awesome gimmick. It's a good storyline. Like, all he has to do is is put Bray over. And at WrestleMania, was it 30? Yeah. At WrestleMania 30, he doesn't do it. He won't job to Bray Wyatt. And because he doesn't job to Bray Wyatt... Bray Wyatt falls into obscurity until he becomes the fiend. Yeah. John Cena also fades into obscurity, obscurity after that because everybody who watches the business knows what happened. Mm-hmm. And because of that, like, he hurt himself more than he hurt Bray. Now Bray's back and he's better than ever. John's still obscure. Mm -hmm. So, like, the entire Firefly Funhouse thing was just kind of poking at John Cena. Hey, you were too afraid to do what needs to be done, and that's what that's what this is about. So, for me, like, it was a psychological thing, which was really cool. Um, but it it's almost kind of like the NWO shirt thing, you know? Like, mm -hmm. it's almost like that entire segment was like a setup for, like, a heel turn for Cena, finally. And if it is, fucking sweet. Like, I, I hope he comes out. I hope he does, you know, what needs to be done. I think it's too late. I think it's way too late. Because now it's it's not like Hogan, you know. Hogan was still, you know, pretty pretty relevant. big. He was relevant. He's still wrestling. He's still, you know, fighting for championships and stuff. Um, you know, so when the Hogan heel turn happened, you know, and he became Hollywood Hulk Hogan, like, that, that was huge. It was, I mean, it was industry changing. We've talked about that a million times. Mm -hmm. Cena doing it at this point, it could be a shock, especially if he was to come out and he's like uh. some disciple to the Fiend or something like that. Can you imagine John Cena coming out with some grotesque mask, like just like the Fiend does? <clears throat> I mean, that would be sweet. No. That would be an awesome way to start a stable and keep that keep them super relevant. I mean, at least for me, like I watched it the first time, I was like, uh, what the fuck did I just watch? Right. You have to go back and watch it. It's like Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. The first time you watch that movie, you don't 
You're not like, oh man, that was great. Time, you're like, what the? No, fuck you watch I just it multiple watch? times and you figure out something new every time. So yeah, like I think if you remove yourself from the fact that you expected a wrestling match and you get rid of that expectation, then it's it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, we go from that to the uh, WWE Championship match. <sighs> That's about how I felt about it. <laughs> Um, Drew McIntyre beats uh, Brock Lesnar. I mean, it was just like exactly like Universal title match, except it lasted two minutes and ten seconds longer, or like 25 seconds longer. Um, Lesnar hits, you know, like four F5s, kicks out. Then you get like four Claymores, and Lesnar doesn't kick out. Um... So, Drew, Drew McIntyre's your new WWE champion. Yay. And then, ironically, they showed it last night on Raw, but they didn't show it, like, at WrestleMania. Um, the Big Show comes out, like, dragging a referee. Yeah. Tells uh, McIntyre he's just a little bitch. He's never, like, done anything to, like, earn a world title. So then McIntyre, like, as, as soon as he gets done, like, you know, I'll, I'll say, you know, wrestling Brock Lesnar, but it, it really wasn't a match. Um, he actually has a match with the Big Show. Like, they actually had a good back-and-forth match. And at one point, like, he ducks the, the knockout punch, hits the ropes, and then hits the Claymore kick on Big Show for the win. So that's your that's your WrestleMania card. Those are your results. Um, Uno, do you have the final tallies for everybody, man? I do. So with Kevin Owens and and Seth Rollins actually having two matches, uh, we ended up Oh, fuck you. If you... (laughs) You're going to count against me twice? Fuck you. Well, everybody else got it, too. I mean... That's bullshit. It's not going to change that much. Uh, So then that gave us uh, how many matches? It gave us 17 matches. 17 matches. All right. So, uh, we'll start We'll start at the bottom of the barrel. Uh, old Ikerford was, uh, you said 17? 17. 17. Yep, 17. 1-7. Did you not math correctly? No. Uh, Ikerford was 9 and 8. Nine and eight, five hundred. Let's go. Yeah. You're above five hundred. I'm a Bengals fan my whole uh, life. That's fucking. <laughs> that's success right there. <laughs> Mr. P, Guru, and Dad were eleven and seven. And, we're, uh, we're a bunch of shift work guys. How can guys. You be eleven and seven if there's seventeen right, 11 matches? Eleven and six. I'm sorry. I was about to say. Now, um, did you math right? Did you math right? Did yeah, you defend the title? He, was, he picked them all right. I, uh, yeah. You Old defended your title? Bruno defended the title with 13 wins and three losses. <laughs> he still didn't math right. He That's still only did. 16. 13, 13 wins and, and three. four losses. There you go. Whatever. Man, I'm, I'm proud of you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. That's two, that's two WrestleManias in a row. Yeah, I can't believe it, man. Actually, that's, that's better because there was three WrestleManias in a row. He was <laughs> the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, uh... It's impressive, man. I'm proud of you. I'll take any donations. Uh, what's what's the donation <laughs> box there, I prefer... What's uh, the donation box? If you're wanting to kind of 
donate to Uno's uh, celebratory fund, you can hit on uh, hit us up over on PayPal at humpdayhangover6572 at gmail.com. Jesus Christ. I don't know. At least give us enough to fucking buy a case of beer or something, you know? All donations or go bottle. straight to COVID awareness. Hey, there you go. Social distancing practice. The wounded one nut boy. <laughs> the wounded, the wounded one nut foundation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. The W O N F. Wounded <laughs> one nut foundation. You know, we like to be called Wolf. The Wolf. <laughs> the Wolf. Overall, man, I thought I thought WrestleMania was pretty good. Like I, you know, I know that like not having the crowd there and hearing the pops and everything like really, really changes the dynamic of it you know much like daniel bryan six years ago i give it a solid b plus yeah no i mean i would i'd be right there with that i mean even it wasn't the worst one no i definitely wasn't no it's nowhere near Um, wrestlemania you have to give wwe wrestlemania 16 excuse me okay yeah they put on a good they managed to do a show where nobody else has been able to yeah yeah, okay. I mean, they, they managed they to... They actually managed to do a show where nobody else has been able to. You haven't seen any XFL football. You haven't seen NASCAR. By now, we would be watching basketball playoffs and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, the that Dayton happened. Flyers would be national champions. You know. <laughs> Isn't that, that... That's Ohio for you. The yeah, chance we... WWE the time we have a, yeah, the only time we have it, like, Dayton has a chance to win a championship. They're like, oh, sorry... <laughs> Sorry, stay at home, Ohio. And to a certain extent, I guess you could say that AEW has done pretty good there, too. They're right there because they have. They have managed to do their show. Nobody else could. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I I gave a lot of props to them. I mean, it was was a good show, Uh, even with some of the wrestlers having to drop out because of, like, personal reasons and stuff like that. They managed to Low immune system, having a fever, hurt ribs, whatever. Right, you know, like, they managed to have coherent storyline finishes and stuff, Mm -hmm. which which was nice, you know. Now, uh, some of those matches, like, would have been so much better with a crowd. Oh, yeah. Like, having, like, having that claymore kick connect directly out of the gate you know the you know would have oh, dude, absolutely been such a big pop yeah i mean it would have went they would have people would have gone insane like you know royal we were talking rumble, about royal rumble pop for it like times 10 right you know like edge getting that win mm-hmm. you know like that mm-hmm. would have been huge uh, Otis, Huge. Otis beating Dr- or Dolph Ziggler, like the way that all happened, especially like when Mandy comes ba- comes out, mm-hmm. the pop would have been insane. Yeah. Um, the only thing I didn't, I the only thing I didn't about, like is like when her music hit. Right. Like I think it would have been better had her music not hit and she just ran out. Right. And I agree with that. I always hate that. Like the music goes off. Like why then... have the music go off? Why can't they just run out? Right. Like, because back back in the '90s, you never heard the music hit. It makes like, you feel the guys like they just have ran like an out. RFID chip in their neck. Right. And they just run through like a run through a door and it automatically reads it and fires it off. Um. Yeah, me and Eichford were talking about entrances, right? Because it's so weird to see him come out and they do an entrance. There's no, there's no fans. There's there's nobody you're doing the entrance for at this point, you know. Um, but we were talking about how cool it would have been with them being at Raymond James Stadium. You know that they were going to incorporate that fucking pirate ship into oh, the, yeah. the, the the backstage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been so cool 
when the Kabuki Warriors come out, like for like Kyrie Sane to be up there, like right. like she's on right. ship and shit, like that would have been awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, for what it was, it was good show. Uh, not having you fans booking there for a different job to be a writer. Who me? Yeah, I'd love to be a writer. Um, for who was that guy? That was that was an actor. I don't, I don't know. I didn't get a real guy. He played a uh... whatever. Fuck it. Good talking. Uh, don't lose your train of thought too much. I know. I was on one. That's an every week thing, man. He'll that get on a true. tangent, and then he's just like, I forgot what I was talking about. But he, no, do, um, he does it when he calls me too. He'll be like, um. Dude, I'll do it if I'm sitting on the toilet pooping. I'll be like, what was I doing? Yeah, you usually, usually uh, call me while you're pooping. It's weird. Um, He'll be like, hey, buddy, what are you doing? Oh, I'm working. What are you doing? You forget what you're doing when you're taking pooping? taking a shit. Does that mean you get up and stay off walking and your pants drip you? Yeah. No, he's like that guy in that video I sent him earlier. Focus. Focus. Fuck off because you're stupid. <laughs> but. Um, but anyways... The thing that I've really kind of enjoyed about not having fans is it you when you have fans like fans have their favorites right so like mm-hmm. there's people who sometimes you watch them and you go like the crowd reaction is what kind of makes you enjoy it right mm-hmm. um watching it the way that we have the last month at this point mm-hmm. um it really showcases who's really good in the ring and who's not yeah and that's something i really enjoyed it, it really it, it really stands out because there's there's times where like because you're not looking at fan reactions you're not looking at the signs mm-hmm. you're not seeing like oh look at that guy dressed up like macho man you know right you're going you're watching the compet- you know you're watching the the entertainers in the ring and you're you're criti- critiquing everything about it right <laughs> and going with that i think it's time for a for a segment here since we're going to be critiquing some shit we're going to be critiquing shit i'm going to be critiquing shit are we are we going to hit are we mistaking here yeah no cuz there's definitely some fuck ups once in a while well, I think it's time for. Uh, oh, there's there's definitely some butt fuckery going on here. I think it's time for Uno's botch of the week. Botch, 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 botch. It's spicy. <laughs> COVID nineteen. Uh, this week Uno's That's botch of the week is sponsored by the WHO and CDC. <laughs> Uh, they're not giving us any money. They're just letting us know to stay home. You're not doing a good job at social distancing. We're not. No, we're not. Um, I think Dad and Ikeford are good. You, yeah, I, good. and Ikeford are all fucked. Yeah, like you and Ikeford are okay. Dad and Ikeford are okay. Me and Dad are okay. But we're, we're me and Ikeford, me and you, and then you and Dad. You and Dad might be okay. You might be. Maybe yeah. I'm just the one that's getting fucked in this whole thing. Uh, so anyways, so talking about, like, watching it without fans, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a big part of wrestling is calling out your spots, right? Yeah. There's usually, uh, you know, like, there's, and just like a one-on-one, 
or or even like a like a triple threat or a fatal four way. There's usually like one like ring jack, <coughs> like one person who's calling out most of the spots. But Udo, what about a fatal five way? Yeah, fatal five way. In situations like that where you're gonna have like eliminations and shit like that, which yeah, that was an elimination yeah. match. It was an elimination you match. You know, there's there's gonna be different times where different people are gonna be calling the spots, and um, there's nothing that really bugs me more in professional wrestling is when I can hear you calling your spots. And I feel like if I was blind, I would have known every single detail of that fatal five-way match for the women's uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship. For sure. That's possible. <clears throat> it was every... Especially if you would have had like one of those printers that prints out like the, <laughs> the dialogue for you so you could feel it. Right. Right. You could feel the passion. <laughs> I could have felt it and definitely heard it. Oh, um, blind people yeah, everywhere I mean, are pissed at, this, like, at their bumps right now. They don't know where where to find it. Right. I mean, John Cena's always been feel really bad about like, loud spot calling. Like that's always been like his thing. I wish mm-hmm. they, I really wish they had touched on that during the Firefly Funhouse match. Yeah. Like, like they're doing a move or something, and then John's just yelling out the move like hip toss. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Clothesline, one, two, three. Like you know, it's it's bad. Um, that <coughs> entire women's match, it didn't matter who was calling out the spot, you could hear it clear as day. Mm-hmm. And um, that's something that the crowd covers, you know, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, without the crowd, you you really you really hear it, you know. So it's um. Yeah, it, it's, it's for just, an overall it's, okay match. Yeah, like it was just really, bad. it was bad. just really distracting. It took away from the match a lot. Yeah. So, I really wish someone would have used the ceiling fan somehow. You know, a lot of people were tweeting about that ceiling. I'm like, oh my god, I spotted a fan. <laughs> yeah, just maybe someone climb up to the to it with a ladder. And like they get on it and they're like kind of like hanging on the pole and they jump off of it or something, you know? Like, because it's not spinning very hard. You know, it's just a barely a nice little. I mean, they we had nice those. Bed air moving so that I don't know. We had, we had those in the weight room at Wilmington. They they don't look like they're moving fast, but you throw a, a, a tennis ball up there, it's going to shoot across the room pretty fucking quick well yeah i mean it's a solid steel fan you know it's not moving salad steel fan salad steel my god dude how about edge blue color solid yeah blue color yeah turkey big fan so how about edge this this is my vote for our moment of the week okay when they're in the conference room and Edge climbs the cage, throws his feet up, and then shoots himself down to elbow uh, Randy Randy Orton <coughs> on the conference table. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's that was pretty cool. That's my vote for like that entire Last Man Standing match is gonna get my vote actually. Um, I really liked even though it was like cinematic in theme, I really liked the Undertaker throwing AJ off the top of that barn. Yeah. That's pretty it was, cool. It was or very, like, he like uh, turns around to run and then the fire shoots up. Yeah. It made you feel like you were playing a video game. It was very Armageddon like two thousand esque. 
when he threw Rikishi into the back of that dump truck. You asked for this, AJ. <laughs> yeah, he's talking where shit you, the whole time. Where are you running, boy? Where are you going, boy? He broke that that shovel on the on the Undertaker's back. He goes, yeah. "Oh, what's wrong?" He goes, "What's wrong, Mark?" So like you're an American badass, and the next thing you know, you just see the shovel break over his fucking back. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like I was really skeptical. Like I, f- I fell asleep. Okay, I was really tired. <laughs> he was real skeptical. Like, he I went back and watched it. That's <laughs> real skeptical. So skeptical, I fell asleep. <laughs> uh, I went back and watched it, and I enjoyed it. Like even though, it, like, it, it it's it looks like a vignette, you know. Like, they did a really good job with it. And it was something that, once I saw it, I'm like, Cena and, J- Cena and The Fiend are going to be this. Like, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be, like, cinematic. Um, I and liked it. it wasn't. Huh? <laughs> and it wasn't. I mean, it was a different cinematic point yes. of view. Yeah, it was different. But it wasn't, like, live in the ring. Like, you, know what's, you, know? you know what's funny about the Boneyard match? Like, they took all, like, the... There was the, no boning? No, there was no boning in the yard. I was really pissed. But... There was no, like, crosses or anything? No. They took the same, like, cinematic value and put it into that match that Matt Hardy and TNA put into the Total Deletion <laughs> match. Yeah. And, like, as soon as the match was over, like, if you got on Twitter, oh, Matt yeah, Hardy Matt. was, like, praising them. Yeah. He was like, you know, this is what I, this is what, right. And this I is think, what I envisioned wrestling becoming at some point. Right. And like, I think if they had held on to Matt Hardy till the, till after WrestleMania, I think the Firefly Funhouse match could have been something different right. in a cinematic way if Matt Hardy had been given the opportunity to produce it. Right. <coughs> but I mean, yeah, that's I just it. my thought. You got it? No. No. You don't got it? Waka, waka, waka. But, <sighs> but yeah. No, I mean, uh, yeah, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, we're talking about blurring lines um, between, you know, cinematography and pro wrestling. Why don't we talk about something that blurred some minds after they did some lines? Why don't we bring in an expert on on lines uh, for this next segment. Are you talking about it's time to raise the spirits and let's let's lift let's, the spirits and raise the dead? Let's go back to the boneyard. <laughs> back to the boneyard? <laughs> yeah. Are you talking about quotes with Nacho? Oh, yeah. Dang it. The telepower too sweet to be sour. Fuck you like a monkey. I'm buried next to AJ. Uh-huh. <coughs> you know who's not buried? <laughs> Not my career, uh-huh. We're about to find out. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Joe Exotic is the genie that comes out when you rub a bottle of Mountain Dew, uh-huh. <coughs> <coughs> oh, man, it went all the way back to the top of the board there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Roses are red. Sarah Palin is Alaskan, but she didn't kill her husband. Unlike that fucking bitch, Carol Baskin, huh? <laughs> and you know, you know, I'm holding on to my sanity, uh, sanity about as well as uh, Joe Exotic's eyebrow ring. Uh-huh. Man, that thing is barely holding on, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> hey, I could for Carol Baskin. 
Steals your memes without liking them first, uh huh? Fucking bitch. <laughs> when you change the thermostat, every dad turns into Joe Exotic, uh huh? I'm never gonna fucking financially recover from this. <laughs> If you like watching porn and prefer big dicks to little dicks in that scene, eh, you're a little gay, uh huh? <laughs> no! You can't wear shorts on site in the summer. Yes! You can work on site during a global COVID 19 pandemic, uh huh? <laughs> Story mm -hmm. of my life. <laughs> Wanna know why Tom Brady left the Patriots? Why's that? Girl fucking Baskin. What a bitch. <sighs> Dang it! No, I thought you just wanted to go to uh, Florida with the rest of the retirees. Well, that's where uh, Carol Baskin is. Wait, Wait, I got one more for Mots. I got one more for Mots to read oh, before okay. you leave. Let's, okay. Let's okay, Mots, this one's for you, buddy. This is for all you Alan Jackson fans. Uh -huh. Here we go. <laughs> Way down yonder, on the Chattahoochee, we raise tigers, but we don't like coochie. We burn rubber on that Florida asphalt. Carol killed her husband, but she never got caught. Down at the airport on a Friday night. Don left his van, but he never took a flight. Carol took his cash and knew about his women. But she had a plan, and she fed him through a kitten. <laughs> you fucking make that up. Nah, I don't think so. That was I saw it the other day. That was fucking good. I wanted that one. No, like, that was that um, was on uh, that was on Facebook. Yeah, so if you guys haven't, if you guys save. haven't, we're gonna step away from wrestling for a second because that's Big D's whole segment, bro. What are you doing? Huh? <laughs> that's Big D's whole segment. Well, asshole. I know. No, 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 because no. Big D's got other things he's going to want to talk about. Not, hey. not gay dudes raising tigers. Um, you like, you like uh, meth and tigers? <laughs> we come on down. <laughs> no, like so. For those of you who haven't watched Tiger King, um, it, it's about a group of exotic animal breeders, uh, across the United States and their interactions with each other, and um, some of them are more involved with each other than others. The biggest two are Joe Exotic who calls himself the Tiger King, and then Carol Baskin. Um, fucking bitch. <laughs> Carol Baskin, okay, is psychotic. If you, if you watch the show, as crazy as the other characters are, Carol will make your skin crawl. There's actually, there's actually one guy on that show that actually is a uh, celebrity. His uh, celebrity endorsement is uh, a man we spoke about earlier tonight. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, the Undertaker. Oh, Actually, yeah. s he endorses the uh, Myrtle Beach like oh, yeah, safari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He yeah. put up like a whole video about saving the tigers. Yep. And it's ironic because when I first went to Myrtle Beach, was that 2016? Okay. Um, I almost almost went there. Yeah. Like, but nobody else wanted to go. You know I what I pissed. found the most interesting about that show? Is that I could buy a tiger for two grand? Yeah, that is true. 
Yeah, the whole reason they talked about, uh, so I don't know if you saw the news report, there's a tiger at the Bronx Zoo that has COVID-19 or coronavirus. Yeah. The whole reason they're saying that is to get people not to spend their stimulus checks on a fucking tiger. That's funny. We're trying to cover up the fact that it's like a tiger. Well, it can't be Joe Exotic. He's doing 22 years in a federal prison. Yeah. For two counts of uh, murder for hire and I think it's like... 19 counts of animal abuse. Yes. God, why is the show on Netflix? Is it like... <clears throat> it's a docu-series about... Yeah, it's a documentary. ...the world of, like, exotic animal, like, zoos. It's... Dude, it's crazy. Like private like, zoos. The first time I turned it on, I'm like, alright. Like, it's talking about, like, murder and... and polygamy and this and that and the other. I'm like, alright, like I'll give it a shot. First it's like, episode... God, you had me at polygamy. It's <laughs> like, you had me at gay meth heads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, man, I just got done watching, you know, a show about drag queens. I'll watch a bunch of gay dudes. Um, there is there is some traumatic-ass shit in that show, though. Like, uh, one of uh, one of the dude's husbands, um, he has, like, a Ruger, no clip in it, and he's, like, sitting there, and, like, you can't see him. He's off camera, okay? Like, it's, a, it's an actual... They show the actual, like, uh, security camera footage, right? Yeah. So these guys are all sitting in there talking. He's sitting, like, directly underneath where the camera is, so you can't see him. And the other guy is doing, like, a voiceover, and he's talking about what they were talking about leading up to what's about to happen. And he's like, yeah, you know, like, he's got this Ruger, and he, and I'm like, he's like, oh, man, <laughs> he's pointing it at me. And I'm like, dude, don't point the fucking gun at me, like... You know, like, that's fucking crazy. He's like, no, no, it's not loaded. It's a Ruger. Look, man, like, there's no clip in it. Like, it's, you know, it can't shoot. And, like, the guy's like, still, man, like, I just, I don't, I don't want you pointing, like, a real gun at me, like, at all. And the guy's like, oh, come on. He points it to his head, pulls the trigger, and you see a flash of light. And, yeah. And the guy, like, immediately grabs his face, and he's, like, freaking out. Yeah, dude killed himself, like, because he was stupid. So, the guy that shot himself is Joe Exotic's second, second husband, husband. Yeah. named Travis. And the guy he shoots himself in front of is his campaign manager from when he ran for president in 2016. Yeah. Joe Exotic ran Joe Exotic, Joe Exotic ran, ran for president in 2016. I knew I'd seen him before, and I could not remember from where. And it was, it was funny as hell. Uh, he ran for president, and then he ran for governor of Oklahoma. And he almost won governor of Oklahoma. Embezzling money from his zoo, though. Yes. I mean, it's a zoo. It should be legal. Well, technically it wasn't because... So, technically it's not illegal because... Why? Or it is illegal because it's not in his name? Well, yeah. I mean, it's not that it's illegal. It's just that, like... It's like, like masturbating on an airplane. It's just frowned upon. Yeah, like I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's fraudulent, but at the same time, like if he does something and gets sued, like he has no assets for them to take right. because everything is in his mom's name. But even though like Carol Baskin sued him and yeah, like, like they basically Car- like Carol ended up turning around and suing Joe Exotic's parents, right? And taking fucking everything they had. <laughs> So then Joe Exotic sold, like, six tigers to fucking, like, get his mom and dad, like, a new trailer or something. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, in each episode, it gets weirder and weirder. Like, 
there's a there's a point where he pulls up in like one of those uh it's got like two wheels in the front like one wheel in the back it's like a car you know what i'm talking <laughs> about like yeah. spider or whatever the hell they call it he pulls up to that he has like this fucking macho man-esque like sequined shirt on and then like there's like a, a a skeleton like a like a skeleton in the passenger seat and you don't even like question it like there's nothing about that scene that you're just like that's really fucking weird like that's how weird that fucking show is <laughs> for something that insane to happen or like when he's running for president he's walking around like with this like like same thing like these sequined shirts Okay, so time out. Do they film him while he's running for president? Yeah, dude, oh yeah. All, yeah. So he like had, the, he had his own like YouTube show. Yeah, so like the Like look him up Joe Exotic TV on YouTube. The basis of the the basis of this whole thing, okay, started with like a guy from like NBC and he was going to record this guy. God damn it, I miss sports. Yeah, like he was going to record this guy. <laughs> And then, like, help him out with, like, his, his online show. And then all of this other stuff happened during that time. So he just, like, he's hitting the mother load. And then he sold the rights to everything to, you know, Netflix. But, dude, it's every crazy. Every episode. What, what's up, Big D? Every episode what's opens up, up with, what, what are you uh, doing over there? with the same, like, scene. It's like... You're receiving a collect call from an inmate at the Grady County Jail, and then it goes, Joe Exotic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's his actual name? I Joe, like, Schreibogel. We got to get back here. That way we something. ain't got to talk about this shit. <laughs> right. Could you so imagine it's actually, if this It's actually Joe was... Maldonado Passage, because he takes his husband's last name every time he gets married. What the fuck? Okay, so, ty- God damn it. Okay. Do you remember, like, have you ever seen the the movie Idiocracy? Yeah. Uh, If he would have become president, yes, exactly what would have happened. And y'all would have been getting stimulus checks if you were getting like tiger eggs or something. Tiger Tiger eggs. eggs. (laughs) Yeah, we got these eggs. We're gonna have a tiger. Fuck them. Make them. Make them tigers. Jesus Christ, I miss sports so much. I would, even, I would watch, I would watch table fucking tennis right now. You could have watched dodgeball on ESPN two a couple weeks ago. Uh, the sh- the oh, movie yeah, or like a pre no like an actual like dodgeball tournament. They had the they turned ESPN two into the Ocho. Into the Ocho, yeah. So they had like had asinine like, sports like uh, lawn tractor racing, like lawn mower racing, fucking. Dodgeball. I think at one point they had midget tossing on there, like legitimately. <laughs> Holy fuck! We're just degenerating into like that. Fucking! I can't wait to have cockfights. Let's watch axe throwing. Hey, yeah, we did watch axe throwing the other night. I watched darts. Like, how fucking hard up for sports do you have to be to watch darts? I watched Mike Bagley call, do, like, play-by-play for his dogs running around the pool. Yeah. 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 There was one, like, Joe Buck, and he was, like, it was, like, his, it was, what the fuck was it? It was, like, kids, like, running around the yard. Joe Buck's, like fucking doing commentary on it no i seriously was... think he he's like having people record shit and like send it to him so he can commentate it maybe and then he'll send mm-hmm. it back to you 
There was there was one guy. He um <laughs> he did play by play for his wife making him a sandwich. Nice. Ooh, he's, he's a, not gonna like that, Alice Bob. <laughs> he's like, oh, she cut the tomato a little too thick. It's gonna be an awkward sandwich now. Ooh, oh, there's a little too much mustard. Oh my God, the mayonnaise is touching now. <laughs> My God, what's she going to do with that head of lettuce? <laughs> Good God. Well, I think on that note, I miss fucking talking sports. about meth, tigers, awkward sports, it's gay American. guys, drag queens. It's the American dream. Yeah. I love now. that. <laughs> yeah. Forget life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Like, we're all about meth, tigers, and drag queens. <laughs> I think it's time to cruise on in, head it on over to the crew chief for a little bit, kind of decompress. Let Holy him. Holy shit! Uh, it really. Have we been talking this long? Hour and a half, baby. Good God! You're back, gay tiger. Gay tiger, fucking meth making. Gay meth shit. dealer, tiger havers. God damn it! So it's time to cruise on in to the pit stop where we get to take a little rest, and Big D gets to get some stuff off his chest. Man, been a week. Been a week. Facetimed a few times with the uh, with the new baby. Tried to Facetime me at ten thirty Sunday night. Yeah, it was pointless. He was trying to go to bed so he could go to work the next day. <clears throat> Actually, I was trying to put my kid in bed because she didn't want to go to fucking sleep. Yeah, she didn't have to worry. He didn't want to talk to me because I'd have kept the kid up. Not on FaceTime, at least. <laughs> Anyhow. Here for the last week, if, uh, you know, if we didn't watch WrestleMania, it's been a lot of uh, COVID-19 stuff. Press conferences out of... Uh, Washington, press conferences out of New York, and wine with the wine at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. That's, favorite, that's Big D's favorite time every day. I've never had the wine, but I do watch the wine. I'll go to Kroger for you and get you a big box of friends wine. <laughs> I don't think so. We can slap the pig every time he says COVID-19. I don't think so. But uh, could you imagine just slapping the pig while he's fucking uh, COVID nineteen, and then COVID nineteen is going to be the end Dude, they, of. They turned it into a drinking game. It, it's going to be the end of the liberal media as we know it, if not already. Um, because the president tries to, he's trying to be serious about this stuff, and all they want to do is uh, be the liberal idiots that they are. Uh, and when he slaps one of them down, they don't come to work that more. Actually, you don't see them in the in the audience for a couple of days because they've been slapped down. But they had it coming. I mean, you know, if they get in there and ask him genuine questions, I mean, you know, the the worst one was when the guy asked the guy asked the president about a comment. And he said, you took that out of context. He said, why don't you read just exactly what I said, word for word. Go read the phrase. And he made him 
read the thing word for word. And when he did, it was totally different than the thing the guy was trying to put on the president. So the fact that he's slapping some of them down because they deserve it <laughs> is a good thing. He's uh, took to getting off the stage faster and letting Pence get up there and uh, take over the things because, let's face it, a lot of the reporters, the liberal media, like to get up there and uh, see if they can piss the president off. Well... They have succeeded in doing that. A lot of the American public, this one, don't really care for the liberal media. And I definitely don't like no snowflakes. So, <clears throat> I like people who are real. I don't vote completely Republican all the time. I vote for the guy who I think can get the job done. Or woman. It doesn't matter. I don't really believe in political parties. I believe in God. And I believe in the Constitution the way it was written. I believe in the Second Amendment, and I believe we have one of the <clears throat> best military <coughs> organizations on the face of the earth who have been deployed in a totally domestic job now to fight COVID, which is an enemy that is weird. I'll punch a COVID in the face. Oh, we're looking for him. So, they seem to be having some success with it. And now they're trying to use... That, that would be Brandy Rhodes. It's the first lady of AEW. Oh. Okay. What's she doing? Uh, killing time before uh, AEW tomorrow night. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Anyhow, I know myself and everybody else is ready for COVID-19 to be gone. Ohio has done a heck of a job. I mean, I kind of like it. I don't have to knock on any doors. I can just get to work as soon as I get there. Social distancing. Uh, the public has been a part of this. And I, from what I've seen, we've done a right nice job of social distancing and COVID stopping. And the way things are going, if we keep doing it a little longer, we might have a little freedom. I don't know about the rest of you, but I can't wait to take my wife out to dinner in an actual restaurant. Or just to go out with my wife. It's okay. She's still not going to know what she wants. <laughs> well, 
Well, no, you know, she's been in, in the house for 45 days. She probably still won't be able to figure out what she wants to go out. But Springfield is a desert. That's true. We've got some good restaurants that don't do anything right now because it can't. Pizza places, the burger joints, even the chicken places are doing pretty good business. But if you go into an actual food place, you're done for. Because there's no way they could go carry out. You know who's really making bank off of this? Texas Roadhouse. Well, Cause they that's like, my understanding because of what they, how they went about it. Yeah, like they, they have their entire parking lot set up like it's just a like complete like fifty style like, like drive up. Yeah. And then now like you can actually like, order a meal and cook it yourself. Like you can get steaks, rib, like prime rib and all that sorts of shit to take home yeah yeah well they they did something today for them the governor did those places that sold alcohol yeah they can now sell it like they can now sell mixed drinks with their meals and it can be delivered yes now that in itself is interesting, you know. Mm -hmm. Let me get six whiskey sours to go. <laughs> because there's a you lot can, of people I know. You can get a gallon of margaritas from Applebee's. Shit, I can get that at fucking Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you look at a lot of these people I know, they they showed herself with their favorite oh. bottles oh my god yeah. cover shot off yeah knock my cover off yeah did you see the one about jim Cornette taunting his television after wrestlemania 36 so anyway folks <clears throat> keep whatever you have as far as faith or don't if it's not faith stay inside so we can all get out and let's go ahead and beat COVID-19 so we can become people again and then when you walk out the door actually wave at your neighbors you wave at them now through them like the mirrors or the mirror the fucking windows. <laughs> God damn it! Nah, you just can't go anywhere near. I'm just ready for COVID twenty. Yeah, I can't wait. Back with a vengeance. Dun 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 dun. Well, dun, it dun. probably is gonna come back because they gotta come up with a. <clears throat> gotta come up with a. Uh... All right, Dad. Flu shot, you know. I got a question for you. What? How do you feel about uh, 
like Harvard's head of chemical biology being arrested <clears throat> for um, him and two Chinese nationals who were officers in the Chinese army being mm-hmm. arrested for smuggling biological products in and out of the United States to Wuhan, China. That's a real thing, by the way. You can Google it. Yeah. The FBI arrested him, like, last week. <laughs> There's a good possibility that... That this is a man-made illness? Yeah. Hmm. And crazy, like I said in the beginning, to control the population. Or... And the WHO and the CDC ran a simulation of what a disease almost identical to COVID-19 would do as far as <clears throat> if it was released in different points in the U- or in the world. Hmm. That was in like October. And that was straight from the <coughs> WHO. Yeah. So. The who? The who? Yeah. Hmm. Not the monkeys. You guys are almost as good as the monkeys. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, that's who knows Conspiracy Corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, there might be a lot of truth in that. But they have been talking about that kind of thing for a good while. What do you, uh, what do you think about Blue Emu dumping uh, Bubba Wallace? Did you hear about that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> he got mad and quit the race. Yeah, he rage quit the uh, mm-hmm. the I race ah, on Sunday. Because it's a fucking video game. <clears throat> well, I guess the real thing is, Bubba, Bubba if he didn't have... <clears throat> he, he should <clears throat> never have been there. If he couldn't actually take it. Right. So. God damn it, I miss sports. Now yeah. we're talking about somebody's capacity now we're to play about a video game. capacity to play a video game? Yeah. <laughs> damn it. Welcome to the Hump Day Hangover where we'll talk about whatever the hell you want us to. Welcome to watching my son in law play video games and listen to me. <laughs> Man, I was glad to come home. <laughs> Right. <laughs> when I play video games, it's like the beginning of uh, Seth Rollins' entrance. No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, you need to download the the free uh, Call of Duty though. It's it's like Fortnite, mm-hmm. but with actual guns that kill things. It makes me want to go play Fortnite or something like that, just so I can blow blow him up. <laughs> Well, what an ambushing, you know. Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> you see Dad in here with like a, a headset on. He's like, what are you doing? Engine. Fucking shit. noob! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. God damn it. Yeah, somebody to come with a video game. With all the congressmen on it. <clears throat> I think that could work, like some type of like a Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I posted that. You do this to me all the time. 
You do this to me all the time, bro. I will post a fucking meme, and this dude will show me it while we're together. Like, dude, look at this one. It's funny. I know. I posted it. Mother Goose does the same thing. Okay, so it's a picture of Batman, and he's got his bat meat out, right? His bat meat? Yeah. He's got his bat meat out, and Wonder Woman is going, are you sure this won't give me the coronavirus? And he goes, different bat meat. It's funny, right? It's funny, okay? I just, I never, never once do I ever look at who posted something. I just, I'm just like, you know who I am as a person, okay? Like, Like, this is funny. I flirt on the edge of like, ah, it's probably not okay um, to say in public. Have you? I will will say that I have called (laughs) a meme to his attention because I know he likes that type of meme. Fuck yeah. yeah. And he goes, I'm the guy posted it, Dad, and I go I scroll to scroll up a little bit, and I go, "Damn, that's what I do to Mother Goose." She'll be like, "Oh my there God, is. isn't this hilarious?" I'm like, "Yeah, hey, I posted so, it." So, guys, if you're feeling like bad for me because it seems like no one fucking knows me as a person, <clears throat> go ahead and donate to Hump Day Hangover Six Five Seven Two at Gmail dot com, um, so I can buy more alcohol because that's the only way I'm gonna get over this shit. Back to the show. Dude. Well, I know exactly who you are, and I know your personality. That's why I show you these dank-ass memes that you post. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, you would like that. And then you're like, I know, I post them. I like, know. Oh, yeah. Any, funny. Anybody that watches Letterkenny knows you're like McMurray. You're just a piece of shit. <laughs> God damn it. What the fuck was I even talking about beforehand? How much oh, you miss sports and the how you like fucking video and... game. All right, so check this out. Mortal Kombat style, right? Right. So I don't know anyone in Congress except for Nancy Pelosi. Is Newt Gingrich still there? Or is she, she dead? Like, beat somebody over the head with a wine bottle? Yeah. Well, <laughs> her, like, gullet for her neck mm-hmm. is actually her, like, her, like, uh, <laughs> fatality. She, like, swallows them up like it's a vagina because it fucking just hangs down. I'll build the program. Don't worry. It'll be a great game. I just have to figure out the congressmen and know enough about them to... I don't know anything about them. Jesus Christ. I should have had more. Next time. You're doing great. Next time on Video Game Ideas with Ikefert. God damn it. Mm -hmm. You'll you'll forget it between... No, fuck, I won't. I'll go home and write it tonight. I won't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Write it on a napkin that you spooge on later. It'll be on, like... It'll be on, like, a piece of, like, printing paper... So. All right, folks. Good God, is it? Is it? But I want to wish you a <laughs> wish you a happy COVID Christmas. <laughs> uh, yeah, happy week. <clears throat> you know, happy COVID Easter. Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, the the eggs We're not will be going out for Easter, so <laughs> eggs will be easier yeah. to find. I found one in the microwave. <laughs> one of my cousins, who's a minister's attorney, said, "Now, you talking about Mark?" Huh? Are you talking about Mark? Yeah. I love his post on Sunday mornings. He said, we, like, won't, we won't be here Easter at the church. And he said, I won't get to see y'all. But he said, you wear your best pajamas while you're sitting there looking at me on your computer at the house. The funniest one is he, he posts like the custodian and like the secretary. Oh, and, yeah. Like in the pews. Like he's up there preaching and they're in the pews. The custodian's like asleep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the secretary's like playing on her phone. <laughs> you know what's funny is not everyone's work at home experience is the same, right? I thought no. about this today. 
Um, if I would have been a teacher like I originally planned, there's no way I could do what I do while I work. <laughs> if I was a teacher, there's no way. Are you not friends with Mr. Elliot on Facebook? No, I am. Dude, okay. Coach, Coach Elliot, he's like... All right, so the things that I do during while I'm working. Dude, Coach Elliot drinks while he's like working from home. <laughs> he convinced his wife to start drinking at 8.30 in the morning the other day. Anyway, anything else? Wrapping it up? I think that's it. Time just... to bring on... <laughs> Bring it on home. That's it for us here at the Hump Day Hangover. As always, you can hit us on the email, humpdayhangover6572 at gmail.com. Hit us on Twitter at HumpPod. And over on Facebook at Hump Day Hangover Fandom. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, live from our mother's living room, the greatest fucking podcast in the world, the HumpPod, with the one by Luno, the Mr. Lovey Eckerford, the Big D, and the Guru. And if you're not down with that, we got five words for you. That dog don't hunt here. Hasta luego. Bye. Um, <clears throat> do you guys you know what the... Mouth? Huh? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Jesus uh, <laughs> do you know what the difference between Dubai and Abu Dhabi is? No, what is not it? Not at all. The people of Dubai don't like the Flintstones. The people of Abu Dhabi do. Abby Dabby Doo! Oodle <laughs> shit joke of the week! Wow. I gotta poop. Abby Dabby Doo, that was fucking great, dude.